When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're just outside the travel lodge in Luton. I'm just about to go up to my room, which has that beautiful view overlooking the SO garage right below me. I've got the car park. <laughs> um, what a dramatic night at Kenilworth Road. My, my internet, I had a nightmare with the internet tonight and it went off for about 25 minutes and I was playing catch up when I came back. And when it finally came on, Vic said to me, how much have you missed? And I think I'd missed two goals, a Maradona impression, penalty decisions being waved away. Um, Yellow cards. Just, just thankfully, it was not long before Lewis Wing scored that stunner and I was playing catch-up from there on in. It, it wasn't the kind of night where you wanted your internet and system to crash, was it, Vic? Yeah, and as, as you pointed out, had it been a Tony Pulis match, you wouldn't have really missed that much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd have been a lot more comfortable playing catch-up then. Um, when Jonathan Woodgate came in afterwards, it, you know, he was asked what he made of it. He said, I loved it. What a game. What an unbelievable game. I want my team to score goals. They went and scored goals. Wasn't overly concerned about the issues at the back of which we will touch on. You know, he said that I won't lose sleep over that for now. You know, that, that that's a work in progress. I mean, he promised entertainment and we got that. Absolutely. All last year, people were absolutely crying out for attacking, entertaining football. And, and the, the general mantra was they didn't care about results. They just wanted to have a team that see a team that was willing to give it a go and, and play with a bit of pride and be assertive and, and entertaining. Well, you certainly got that tonight. I mean, there was, there was six goals, uh, a missed penalty. Arguably, Luton should have had a penalty. End-to-end uh, -end stuff. Uh, a bit ragged around the edges, a bit frantic. Uh, but, you know, it's a work in progress. And I think it was a, a very good start. I mean, we said coming down, you'd take a draw. And we were thinking maybe an edgy one-all. One uh, I don't think anyone expected that. It was funny because Woodgate was asked afterwards, is it is it a point gained, two points dropped, or doesn't it really matter? And it did kind of feel like that at the end. Didn't yeah. it? it was just that, that mad and that frantic and that dramatic that you know you, you kind of reflect on all that later. You just try and take in what, what happened first. Yeah, I mean, obviously at 3-2, you miss a penalty, uh, you're going to feel gutted to walk away with one point. Uh, on the other hand, I think Luton, when they were 2-1 up, they had a very good good shout for a penalty and they'll probably feel a little bit aggrieved as well it was a game that had, had uh, didn't have it all but it, you know had pretty much pretty much your, uh, a good checklist of, of what you want to see and, I, and I'm sure that people sat at home watching it on the telly uh, you know aren't the armchair audience throughout the country will think that's a cracking game and if you think about some of the tedium that's going to be served up in uh, Premier League Super Sundays over the coming year uh, that is that, that's probably set the, the bar for entertainment quite high. I think the thing as well, the most important thing is the armchair audience back on Teesside will look at that and think, you know, I want, I want a bit of that. If yeah. that's what we're going to yeah. get, if that's what's going to be served up. And, and I think, obviously, you want to get off to a good start. And I think a draw at Luton is a good start. Um, but the most important thing tonight, going into it, we said, you know, with the fact that so many fans and perhaps cynics and sceptics who were watching at home and they were undecided. Sorry, were unsure of the of the Woodgate appointment. You know, 
that that performance yeah. and that, uh, that that kind of display will have uh, done see, a lot to get fans on side. Yeah, I think it's easy for people to to hear the talk about you know a, an attacking new approach and a new mentality. And to be fair, most managers at most clubs will come in and say that uh, it, it is about action speaking louder than words. And uh, I think we saw tonight that Borough are. Going to go to uh, stick by that that policy and, and give it a good crack. It was ragged in the first half, and, and it was, at times they, the, the the central defensive pair were uncomfortable playing it out from the back, and uh, sometimes you you revert to old habits. And there was a lot of long balls in the first half, but Woody uh, got a grip of them at half time, I think, and changed that. And there was a lot more on the floor, more more little passing triangles, and I think the second half was probably a lot closer to what he would like to see. We are, by the way, going to try and get into a, a habit of doing these post-match tribes immediately after game, just a kind of a 10-15 minute blast, blast with, with kind of immediate thoughts. Um, t- talking tactics, Woodgate after the game was asked kind of what, what how things had changed at half-time. He talked about the midfield, saying that wing, wing and McNair in the first half were just running forwards and, yeah. and too often Johnny Housen or Hayden Coulson or whoever else was getting the ball at the back and they were just seeing the backs of shirts. He wanted yeah. Wing and McNair to collect the ball. Um, the second half, there was a difference, wasn't there? Woodgate felt Borough controlled it in the second half. Yeah, I think that's it's probably fair that they created a lot of good chances in the second half. Uh I thought the ball was played more on the floor in the second half, and it was more—it was going forward a lot more, and it was a bit sharper as well. I, I think sometimes you play your you play your way into these games, and uh, I, I don't think you sh- we should discount the fact that the atmosphere there was was quite intense. Uh, it was red hot, wasn't it? Luton, Luton were were up for it. They're a well organised side. Uh, I think uh, if you looked at that team that was out there tonight and thought that was your your complete team for the rest of the season. Maybe you'd be a bit more worried about how how ragged it was at the back. But we know that that's not true. That it will be a completely different defence, probably uh, certainly central defence. And I thought you saw the framework there. And in the second half, at times it looked like it was really clicking. And I think arguably Borough could have had another couple. Paddy McNair clipped the post, uh, the bar, and, and good effort, though, that, that that kind of went unremarked because of straight down the other end, it was it was non-stop action. But I think if you break it down into the chances that were being created and and the areas of the pitch they were coming from, uh, and the the long spells where Borough were picking and probing and looking to get forward and and creating a lot of problems, I, I think there's a lot of positives there. I think in a game like that, it's so easy for things to get lost, and one of them. Is that save from Randolph at the end? They were, they were showing safe, it. Yeah. One-handed, they yeah. were showing it again in the press room there when, when Woodgate came in yeah. for his press conference at the end. You know, a one-handed save. It was that fella James Collins again, I think, yeah. wasn't it, who scored and, and tried to score with his with his, uh, with his his mitt. Um, yeah. But, I mean, that was some save because that would have been an absolute sickener to lose it in those yeah. circumstances. Uh, their the keeper end. made a fantastic save as well, clawing it out from the, the, the top corner. Was that the Marvin Johnson? Yeah, the I mean, there, there, half, was, yeah. there was a lot happened on that, that pitch. I mean, you say things that get overlooked. I mean, uh, I, I shout out for, uh, there was a, a fantastic blocking tackle by Lewis Wing in the Borough box. Uh, not the one that should have been a penalty, uh, and there was a, a really good one by Johnny Housen as well when, when Borough were under quite a lot of pressure. So uh, I think the, the big players did dig in. Uh, I, I don't think it's a, the complete complete article by any stretch of imagination, but I, I, did, I thought there was a lot of boxes ticked tonight. Um, Marvin Johnson was was in the first half. I was the standout player. You gave him the three stars. I mean, 
talk about a surprise. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, to start last, the summer, if you yeah, just said yeah. that Marvin Johnson's going to be, I, I, I think I wrote that if, if in January someone had said eight minutes into the next season, Marvin Johnson is going to be teeing up the opener for Ashley Fletcher for Jonathan Woodgate's yeah. Borough, <laughs> what on earth's going on? Here? A parallel universe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he played played really well. Uh, I think the, the opening goal, not to, not just the fact that he put the ball in for the goal, but I, I think he he won the corner as well. With a, there was a good little press just inside the borough half. There was uh, him, him, uh, uh, Wing and Clayton. I think uh, Housen uh, robbed the ball off someone. Played a nice little triangle to bamboozle them, and and then Johnson shot up off the wing. Uh, got to the corner flag and he held it up and he, he won the corner from that. Uh, he had some nice touches, a lot of direct movement, and he looked like a, a different player. He looked like a player with confidence, and if, if he can deliver that every week, then I think that's that gives the, the manager a very interesting problem. Because that was the only real. I mean, we were talking about it when we were coming down to Luton on Friday uh, dinner time afternoon, and that was the only real kind of question mark. The back picked itself other than shot our friend. We thought it was going to be that midfield three. We knew it'd be Brit. We we thought Brown had start, didn't yeah. we? And and then it was either Tavernier, Fletcher, or, or I thought Johnson was least likely to start. And and you know naivety on my part because Woodgate said I'll I'll reward those who yeah. played well in pre-season and Fletcher uh, and Jossery Johnson's played. Yeah, well. I, I think that was that's an interesting point you raised there. I mean, the team sheet had. Uh, it, it underlined that that commitment from from Woody. Obviously, Coulson played when he he could quite easily have put Bowler in there. Uh, Percy was the the reserve keeper when arguably it could have been Myas, should have been Myas, and uh, Johnson who has he's had a decent solid preseason, hasn't yeah, he? Yes. he? He he came in and he delivered, and you know he, you would hope that the manager, having seen that he's delivered, keeps him in. And Coulson, I mean, you know, he had the start, didn't he? Because he's been brilliant yeah. in the summer. Yeah. And he was right at the thick of it. I thought he was caught out a few times Yeah, I, I think it's an, it's an interesting one. Obviously, he's a young lad. It's his, it's his uh, senior debut. It's a big step up. Uh, and he was having to deal with uh, Callum McManaman, who's a decent player. He's a handful, isn't he? Yeah. Peerless is old, mate. I, I, <laughs> I thought Coulson made two very confident early uh, tackles. There was one where he nipped in and... and uh, took the ball off someone's feet, and there was another one where he he blocked across as it was coming in, and I think from there he, he that gave him a bit of confidence. There, there were times when he was turned. Uh, I think you can see tactically naive at times, but that's you're going to get that with a teenager who's just stepping into the team. Uh, he kept on going, he kept on plugging away. Uh, he won the penalty for Brit in the second half. He, he kept on get, you know he was getting up the flank and putting crosses in. Uh, I think he can be very happy with his performance. And I hope that that means that, you know, he, he can be part of the first team mix. He has to keep on doing it. Uh, but this time last year, Lewis Wing made his breakthrough, uh, having been on loan and I'm probably expecting to go back out on loan mm. to League Two. And he said that, didn't he? And he, he stepped up and he grabbed his chance. And you've got to, you've got to hope that there are other players like that who've been told there's a pathway from, from the academy to the first team can do that and can see that, that uh, Hayden Coulson's gone in the team today and, and delivered and, and th- they think you know that's what we have to do. If we get a chance, we've got to go out there and grab it. I think a few things with Coulson. A, a, um, it was a red-hot atmosphere, as we said. He was playing full-back. The, 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 pick, the 
not so much the, on the first half because the, they have that strange yeah, stand the on the stand. Yeah, yeah, but on the second half, you know, he had the fans right yeah. on him and they were very vocal. He's a confident chap. Um, I think he's really comfortable going forward. Yeah. I think he looks excellent going forward. And I said to Maddo before, and I was talking to Maddo about him, I like the fact there's a bit of niggle about him. Yeah. He's, uh, he's kind of beyond his years in, in that. In well, that, that I, was, I was really impressed in pre-season because, uh, especially at the Hartlepool game, because Hartlepool were your archetypal conference side. They were big, they were strong, they were physical. And he was up against blokes who were a, a foot foot taller and a stone heavier and, and battle scarred old cynics and he didn't look overawed with it Craig Hidner thought he was the best player in the pitch he, st- he stepped up to the challenge and then he's done it again today and that's what you need to do you know as a player it's all very well having the talent but you need the mentality and I think you need that steely determination uh, not to be caught up in the occasion to just go out and do your job and I thought he did that yes there were moments when uh, there was once or twice he got brushed off the ball he got turned once or twice but they're the mistakes that he has to make and learn from. Uh, a big, big tick for me. And any any championship team would miss Dale Fry. And and I know, you know, it's it's absolutely crucial, obviously, and Woodgate's pointed out that he can't be rushed back, especially from the yeah. type of injury he's had. But Borough lacked that bit of composure that Fry provides at the heart of the defence, didn't it? Just to settle yeah. things down, especially in that 20, 25-minute spell in the first half when Luke really on top. Yeah, not just composure. We know that Dale Fry is, is comfortable carrying the ball forward. You know, he's, he's the, the Berwick Hills Beckenbauer. He, he really, I know he's the number six. He really suits... That, that style, uh, he he kind of is essential to make the the playing out from the back work properly. Uh, the, the two that were in there today, not so comfortable. It's not their game, and and when you're under pressure, sometimes you revert to type, which is why I think there's a lot of long balls were played. Uh, I, th- I think it's fair to say that that Ryan Shotton was uncomfortable with the ball at his feet. Uh, and we know that uh, Aidan Flint probably wouldn't have been able to play that style of football, but. That's not going to be the central defensive pairing that goes into the season. Uh, yes, it'd be good to have Fry back. We, we don't know what the time scale is, but we, we we get told soon, soon. But yeah, don't rush him. Get him right because that's going to be crucial to the way Borough play this season. Just a few things from Woodgate's press conference afterwards. You rightly pointed out, Vic, about the British on Belonga and his backing for the penalty miss. You know, that's a far yeah. cry for Brit from yeah. from the post-match stuff that he'd read or hear from the manager last season. Um, Woodgate was quizzed on transfers, obviously. He said on Wednesday at his presser, um, that he, he he expected or hoped to have someone in before the Luton game. Kind of asked, you know, what what happened there, uh, and he said, "Well, I did, but things change. Uh, I'm hoping for no, more news on Monday. He's confident that he can get players in um, uh, before Thursday's deadline. Very numbers. He's confident he can get numbers in. He said, wouldn't be drawn on what positions, but I think we all yeah, know the, we areas. Know where the areas. Right back, after. attacking midfield, possibly a centre forward, if if possible. Um, right back and attacking midfield remain the priorities. Uh, desperate for cover at right back. I mean, Johnny Housen's doing a, a solid job, but we know that he's not a natural there. Uh, midfield, I think that I think you could probably busk it, especially if you bring in you think that you bring in a right back, and then that puts Johnny Housen in the mix as well. Uh, I do think they're lacking a bit of pace. Uh, it might mean one in, one out in that department, just to give it a little bit more zip. It'd be nice to get a striker because if Britt got injured. That raises serious question marks, not just to who plays, but what shape you play. So, yes, I, I think that right-back striker is probably the priorities. 
Love it. I'll look forward to Brentford next week. Middlesbrough for Brentford three at the Riverside <laughs> Saturday afternoon. Uh, thanks for following. As I say, we will try and make this a weekly a weekly feature. Now an immediate post match uh, tripe, and, and we'll have full reaction and analysis from a crazy three three draw at Luton throughout the weekend. Thanks, Vic. Cheers.